So simply professional. I'm your host, Webby. Join me tonight. I'm about to introduce everybody, but I'm deafened so because they were just in the middle of a conversation and I wanted to start recording. So we're gonna go ahead and undeafen and pop into the middle of whatever conversation's being had right now. Oh, and it's perfectly quiet. Tonight we're joined by Rob. Hey everybody, it's Rob. And Devin. Hey, it's everybody. Uh, or, hey, everybody. It's not everybody. It's me. It's Devin. And very special guest, B. Why am I always the very special one? What about all your other guests? Because you're very special. They're, sp- they're special That's guests. That's what my mom you're always said. Yeah, mine, too. Mine, too. Mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can hear myself through Rob's mic again. I'll have I'll to talk quieter. Uh, before we get into this week's topic, uh, only because I'm I putting do your know... thing across. What my thing is? It, well, technically, it's behind me. It's oh. it's folded out behind me a bit. Anyway, I don't know what the difference is. Then it hasn't done that for a while. Yeah, I don't know. It's something on your <laughs> end, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, before we get into tonight's uh, episode, which. Uh, Devin has a topic and a thing for us to kind of do. It's he he mentioned it was kind of like the Riddle Dungeon, but not really. Um, I want to give a congratulations to my nephew for finally passing his driver's exam, um, the written test anyway. He's got to schedule and go and take the road test now. Uh, so hopefully he does okay with that one and doesn't scare the instructor half to death. It only took him 20 years. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. So, um, how old is your nephew, Abby? Uh, 45. He, he's yeah. 45. He's <laughs> hey, I just had to do that old. last year. Yeah, but you passed your first try. Yeah, yeah you did. So, third, I, third Rob, time. Rob, I've been with you in the car. You, you can, I know you know how to drive. You can drive. You don't really need a license to know how to drive. That's a whole other conversation for another day. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. I could drive before. It's just not in New Hampshire. Like, no. You need to get a whole new license here. I'm like, okay. I love New Hampshire. Yeah. We're weird. There. You are. I want to move there. Speaking of uh, which, uh, Webby, mark it on the calendar. I, I don't know what days yet. I just I, I know what days. I took the days. Mark on the calendar, days. but I don't know what days. I just remember, <laughs> I don't remember what days, but August, uh, I should be coming back out that way. Okay. To spend some time with you and Rob. Okay. I'm trying to get two weeks, so then I could, like, so then... You know what, you're gonna, like, you know what you're gonna end up having to do when you're that, when you're up here again? Well, no. What I'm doing is, I want to get, like, at least three or four days, and then I'll spend those three or four days doing the touristy shit in, like, Boston and all the other dumb shit, and then we can just spend the whole week, and we don't have to leave... And driving to Boston and all that dumb shit. We don't do all that. I'll, I'll do that on my own. And then I'll 
you can pick me up one day, and then after you pick me up, we ain't got to worry about it no more. And then we can just do nerd shit for a week straight. Okay, that's fine. But you know what you're... Isn't August when I said I was going to come? You wanted to come in September, October for the leaves. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. God. You being a leaf peeper, B? Yeah, I am. I really want to see the, like... Are you really are you really a leaf peeper if you're dragging the locals around with you? Are you um, a leaf peeper? I didn't know. Well, one it's more so her, go. it's her making the local drag her around to see all the sights. Well, yes, that's God. more accurate. I'm, but I'm making honestly, him drive me into other states so that I can say I've been in more than just one state. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Look at you. See? Yeah. Uh but like Look at this. Like the way the way I look at this is, I will say this, B. Um, you will getting either one of them to go far, especially Rob. Getting Rob to go anywhere is like pulling teeth. I'm mm-hmm. fine. Webby will go places, but like Webby's a very much. I like, just hate driving point, in Boston. Webby is a. You wanted Webby to go a, to the one place I hate going. <laughs> ah, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> but I saw Fenway. We're cool, but. Um, you're also a very like matter of fact person, which I can respect. I'm the same way. I'm the same way when it comes to like clothes shopping. People are like, how do you not try and close? Right? I'm like, I do and I don't. Like, I just know what I want. I go in, I get it, and I leave. Why well, is very matter of fact? Like when he goes out, he's going. If he's going to CVS, he's going to CVS for these items. Yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. Do not yeah. deviate from the plan. <laughs> I actually talked to B about this yesterday. Like. I don't like to leave the house, but once I'm gone, I'm fine. Like, it's just the anxiety of going somewhere that keeps me like, nah, I don't want to go. That. I get that. But then I once mean, we're actually gone, it's like, okay, this is fine. General consensus, people suck. So, uh, I get it. Like, the anxiety of encountering people is always shit. Because people suck. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you guys ready for this wonderful SU episode that may be awesome, may not be awesome, but I think it's going to be pretty good. Maybe. Yeah, sure. It is D&D related. That's all. That's really the only D&D thing I know. Related. So basically, I was sitting in the car uh, about maybe 35 minutes before I messaged you, Webby. And I was like, oh, I want to message Webby for an SU topic. I want to message Webby. Oh, I want to message Webby for SU. And I'm like, I need an SU topic. I was like, mm, Riddle Dungeon would be cool, but I can't think of anything. I, movies are great. I saw a pretty good movie on HBO, but I mean, I got to, I'm not going to watch a movie right now. Rob hates watching movies. So we're not going to do all that. Oh, that just like, gave I me an what... idea for a fucking topic. There you go. See, right. I know what we're going to do. I was like, I know what we're going to do. I'm going to hopefully have everybody have this already laid out and the work done for me via Reddit and the internet. Sadly, a good chunk of it was not, but I, I rectified that. Basically, I'm going to, instead of doing a riddle dungeon, we're going to randomly, each person is going to do random, I'm going to give you a scenario. It's all, you all all have the same scenario. So the hook for this particular adventure is, your adventuring party has six months to stop the apocalypse. At the end of that six months, you must defeat the four horsemen of the apocalypse. We're not actually going to, like, play out the battle. We're not doing all that, because that's going to take forever. But what we are going to do is, we're going to generate your party based on dice rolls and random charts. Um... And I'm just curious to know if you if you believe at the end of that six months you have a chance. So basically, Earth's Mightiest Heroes random wheel slash dice edition. I, because why not? <laughs> I don't really understand whatever you just said. 
I kind of want to remind you, Dan. We're going to start with you, Webby. We're going to start with you. Oh, yay. Okay. So the so the the your 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 adventuring party's hook, Webby, is they have six months to stop the apocalypse. They uh they you know there's all the signs the apocalypse are showing. Everything points to in six months' time, the four horsemen of the apocalypse will will show themselves on Earth, and the world will be over as everyone knows it. Um, and your party has been tasked with shutting down and stopping the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So do me a favor, Webby. Go ahead and roll a d6 to so find out how many members are in your party. Right. How do I roll, roll on the Discord again? Uh, go under the dice roll. You can do it technically anywhere in SU, but just so it doesn't clog up the chat, yeah. the dice roll. What do I just type? slash roll space. Slash roll space. And, space. and then just 1d6. 1d6. Boy, five. I got a five. So Webby has five members of your party. There's five members of Webby's party. Heck yeah. Members. Five. So you have five members to, to stop this party. And uh, when I'm done, it's going to be down to two. Webby, roll me a 1d20. We're gonna uh, add, we're gonna figure out the av- the average level of your party at the end. Of the if you just month. put slash slash rolls at the top, so you can just put slash and then click on slash roll if that's easier for you. Oh, yeah, one d twenty. That's a thirty. There you go. Uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> so you have five level nines at the end of the six months are gonna be taking on the horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, great. Is it likely? Probably not. <laughs> but oh, it's great. okay because that's what that's Earth mighty, and that's the average level. That's the average it, level. You man- can tension. Okay. You could have a level like eighteen or not. You could have like you could technically have two level eighteens, a level nine, and two level ones. Um what if I had a level twenty and four level ones? (laughs) I mean that's does that average out to be roughly nine? Uh let's find out. So that's twenty four divided by five. That actually averages out to be, I think, more in your favor. The average is out to be 4.8. So you could technically do uh, what a 20. I think a 20, a 7, a 4, and a 2. I think would work. Let me see. 20, 7, 4, Devin, the math 31. Here. 32 divided by 5. 6.4. No, you, can go pretty, you can go pretty high here. You can go pretty high, Webby. You have a chance. Yeah, all right. Well, one of my characters is a level 20. Yeah, you have a chance. You have a chance. Yeah, all right. I mean, technically, if you might be able to do. Actually, you might be able to do three level twenties at sixty, and then no way in two. hell that averages out to no, nine. No, <laughs> but no, two level one, sixty-two divided by five. It's over. I'm pretty sure it's twelve point four. Close though. So really, we can figure this out, right? Five members of party nine is forty-five. So if the number is forty-five, so you have forty-five levels to distribute. So you can do two level twenties, a level three, and two level ones. Um, if you Boom. want to do that, yeah. However, you want Boom. to break it up. I don't Boom. really care. But that's how you can break it. One up. of one of the one of the level twenties is a moon druid. <laughs> well, no, we Let's don't know. Do this. We're about, to, we're, we're, about, we're about to find this out. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, all right. I have a wheel here, Webby. I have a wheel. I like um, wheels. Of, I have a wheel of races. Uh, I, saying that out loud sounds kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, first I thought you said Wheel of Rapists. I was like, what show <laughs> is this? That's also bad. That's also bad. <laughs> the Wheel of Racists and the Wheel of Rapists. Either one, not a great wheel to roll. Come on, Charles Manson. Come on, Charles <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do, let's see. Come on, Stalin. Come on, Stalin. Also do I, a weird state of contact. Uh, I'm trying to, well, thing is with the wheel, I, I, I can't, like, I customize the wheel, but I can't export the wheel. So I don't know if I can send you the wheel. 
Um, That's fine. I'll trust your judgment. I'll, I'll trust your right. word. So I'm going to roll the wheel one, five times. So the first member, you can assign them however you so choose. It doesn't really matter. So you have, you say we two let you have two level average levels nine. You have two level twenties, twenty, a twenty, a three, and a one and a one. Yep. All right. So race wise, you have a your party is made up of a tabaxi. You got a tabaxi. Webby's got a. Let's see what else you got here. A fire genasi. Okay. This is more just like you don't have to actually like stat these out. I know I'm anymore. writing them down though. Oh, so can look mm-hmm. at it. Oh, you have I another tabaxi. It's completely <laughs> random stuff. It's fine. It's just all. Don't game. worry. It's it, completely fine. You'll have your turn. <laughs> yep. Another tabaxi. So we have two tabaxis and a genasi, a fire genasi. Let's see what else we're gonna get here. A human. Oh, wait, no. No, no. It went over. It crossed over. A bugbear. All right. Bugbear. <laughs> and. Final race. This, this is Webby's Avengers. This is the Avengers for Webby. Ugh. I hate it already, then. A satyr. Jeez. All right. That was that was so close to Minotaur. Literally, right. Literally, all four members of this party are trying to stay away from the fire genasi so they don't burn their fur. <laughs> yes, See, this is like okay. this is the part where I said the Webby. It's kind of like it's also going to be some improv here because now can, what, what class? Do I got? Oh, that's the next thing we're going to figure out. All right, classic. Um, so there is thirteen classes. Webby, roll me a d thirteen for the. You're gonna do this five times. Roll me a d thirteen. Tell me what you got. Ten. Uh, Ten. Is there a way I can just do that same? Oh, here. Yeah, you I know just, what? Here, I here, right here. here. I'll make this. I'll make this easier for everybody involved. They don't do all this. Hold on. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold no, on. I got it. I got it. No, no. I'm going to just give you this program that oh. makes life easier. And you can just hit the roll, and it will do both things for you. Yeah, I do. But that. you can just tell me what you got. You can just tell me what you got. Uh, roll. Uh, Graviturgy Magic Wizard. Oh, it didn't give me a... A Graviturge Wizard? Yeah. A Graviturge Wizard. Graviturge. Wizard? Okay, you got a wizard. What else you got? A Battle Master Fighter. All right. I'm fighter. doing this five no. times. Yup. Oh, the uh, Pact of the Fiend Warlock. A Way of the Kensai Monk, which, t- honestly, two of these characters are not going to be able to have a path. <laughs> they won't make four, it, sure. Five, and a Path no. of the Totem Warrior Barbarian. I guess I okay, know who totem. one of my 20s is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have a Wizard, a Battle Master, a Fiend, a Kinsai and a barb. I like oh, that actually. It's oh, an interesting man. group. Not a lot of healing, but I like the group. Yeah, so uh sorry to say, but the the monk the and warlock the, is gonna be a level one in the world. The, the monk is gonna be a level one. <laughs> Probably the warlock. 
Morgan the Warlock level one, and then you're gonna put the level three is gonna be the fighter, and I guess the barber and the wizard are gonna be level twenty. I was considering that. Yeah, that's probably what I would do. Yeah, a level twenty wizard can do a lot. Yeah. So All right. The, the fighter is gonna be my three, and then the other two are gonna be twenty. All right. I like it. All right. Now Webby. Give me, I need a D3, sir. This is for party accomplishments. These are things that you have accomplished along the way. Yo, how's a one treat you? All right, so you get, you're going to do this five times. You get one for each party member, so one home. So I got to find my accomplishments here. All right, one. Uh, you, you, on this adventure, you have rolled a nat 20 at least one time. So you've crit at least once in this adventure. Congratulations, Webby. Okay. Uh, give me another one. That application didn't respond. Or actually, you know what? No. Fuck the 1d3, actually. Give me a... For each person... Yeah, fuck the 1d3. For each person, give me a 1d100. I'm sorry. So roll that again. Or 1d, a 1d100 for each, for each person in your group. Let's do that. 98. 98. 98. So your party has... Has at some point put a bag of holding in another bag of holding. Yeah, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Twenty-five. They they have solved a crime. That's why you have three younger like level ones because your bag trick killed the other twenties in your party. <laughs> uh, someone in your group crit failed three times in a row, or crit or crit fail three times in a row. Uh, you want to nineteen? Uh, when you have won a, cont- a contested skill check, and what's the fifth one? Five. Five. You defeated a powerful enemy 1v1. I'm assuming it was the Barbarian. Probably. <laughs> so Webby has. So the things you have done is you have defeated a powerful enemy 1v1. So this is your party's kind of claim to fame. Defeated a powerful enemy 1v1. Put a bag of holding in another bag of holding. 10 out of 10 not recommended. And I put that, and I did that in the bag of holding shop. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, so, defeated power, bag of holding, and that you solved the crime. What else did I say you did? Uh, oh, you rolled three crits or crit ones in a row. Which, Webby and Monks, that, that checks out. Yeah. What was the last number you had? It was 98, 25, 14, 19, 5. 14, 19. Oh, contested skill check. That was 19. All right. All right. Boom. What's next? Oh, uh, Webby, roll a 1d43 for random NPCs you have encountered in this world. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. You have encountered uh, the last request. Uh, a dwarf carries a a tightly sealed wooden box on his back. His companions, also dwarves, are dressed in single solid colors. Uh, their beards and hair in complex knots. A successful knowledge check reveals that the colors and knots are mourning customs. The box contains the body of another dwarf under a gentle repose spell. 
when he is mortally uh, when he was mortally wounded in battle, he asked to be buried next to his father. Unfortunately, he came from a dwarven hold on the other side of the continent. The group adventures uh, to make enough money. The group adventures to make enough money to continue their journey across the continent so they can fulfill his request. So you ran into another adventuring group of dwarves who are currently traveling and adventuring to gain money to go bury their dead friend. All right. So that is your that is your 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 NPCs that you ran into. They may come help. They may be helpful in the, in the final battle. Who knows? They may come to help out. Because if every, if everyone's gonna die, then there's no point in burying your friend. And Webby, last but not least, what we got here? Ah, uh, magic item time. All right. Now these are straight up riddled dungeon magic items. Uh great. One d four. One d four, and then one d one hundred for each. Whatever you get on that on that one. Two. So two. So Rumi, a d hundred, d one hundred, two times. Ninety four. All right. So ninety four. Jewel of vision, a diamond that when looked into, slows the user to see through. Uh, slows the user to see through glass. So there you go. Okay. And 15. <laughs> uh, journal of Stubbornness. A small, empty journal that looks completely normal to everyday people, except the pages cannot be written in. It's just frustrating. <laughs> it's, so you have the Journal of Stubbornness. That's what, the, that's what the barbarian will use every time he needs to rage. Like, why can't I write in this book? I almost kind of want to amend that item into an item to a book, like a notebook that an adventurer has that is cursed. Everything you write in it at dawn disappears, and you also forget that you wrote in it. Oh, man. So you forget you just write everything down. The next day, you open it up, and you're like, oh, yeah, let's write this down again. He's like, yo, I swear, I've had this book for years. I've sold on the first page. That would be funny, but no. Journal of Stubbornness, G-O-U-R-N-A-L. Literally every time you write in that journal or in that notebook, it would be the first time you're writing in that notebook. Yes. <laughs> it's messed up. It's like, ah, that new notebook smell. Like you've had, you've had that notebook for years. Like, what are you talking about? All right. Now we're going to roll for useful Unique but useful magic items. Give me a 1d3 and then roll a 1d100 equal amount of times. Nice. So one. Nice. So. Nice. I like, I like it. I only get one of these things. 56. All right. You have a, uh, you have a page of pale papyrus. When held, blotches of red start to appear on it, which represent everywhere you've ever spilled blood. The more blood you spilled in a place, the more detailed the blotch representing the place will become. Neat. So I know everywhere I've ever bled. Yes. Okay. That's what you got. I, 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 I said it was unique, but they, I mean, that, that's more useful than your other items. Um, and the last but not least, give me a 1d2 for your powerful magic items. Two. You did great. So you have two powerful 
Magic items. And that's going to be... No, it's not a Windy 100. This is a 1D66. I'll take the 12, though, if you want me to. Or you want to reroll. Sure. No, take, go ahead and take the 12. All right. So the 12, you have... The Metallurgist Bible. The Metallurgist Bible. This ancient book conveys upon its users the ability to make master works of war. Any weapon crafted with its artifact's knowledge does double the amount of damage dice. 1d6 short swords do 2d6 damage. To retain this feature, the weapon must be soaked in the blood of an ancient red dragon once a year. Alright. The weaknesses of that item is for every point of damage it takes, it immediately heals the same amount and conjures a spectral weapon that seeks out its attacker and does the same amount of damage back. The only way to destroy it is to burn it in the fires of, of the forge where the first weapon was created. So you have a book that that could be, if you if, if you reaction, you could rea- reaction time that against like a huge like Nova attack. That would be crazy. Like you reaction time to put the book up as a shield. Because it says for every point of damage it takes, it immediately... It, it immediately heals the same amount and conjures a spectral weapon that seeks out its attacker and does the same amount of damage back. <laughs> All, right. All right. So see, All right. that's good. And what was your second number? 38. 38. So we just got the Metallurgist Bible. Well, he's like, why can't we get these kind of items in the Riddle Dungeon? Yeah. <laughs> 38. The Bracelet of Mesnora. Mesnora, yeah. Seven large ovals of onyx set in forged gold adorn the ring of Mesor's bracelet. The bracelet shrinks tight around the arm of its users, siphoning the life energy to maintain its heavy cost of a demon trapped in each stone. Their names scribed in the gold. Um, and the weakness is to remove the bracelet, the arm must be severed. I'm going to also assume that you can destroy one of the stones to summon the demon. Or at least summon the demon or use wield the demon's power. So I'm going to go with that. So you have a bracelet with seven trapped demons inside um, whose powers you have at their beckoning. The only way you can use, um, obviously, I would imagine each one is once per day. Um, and the only way you can utilize uh, that is to uh, get rid of it is to sever the arm. Okay. And now give me... 1D100 three times for just the random bingo of what your party, some other random smaller achievements your party has done. So 82, 56, and 53. 53. 82, 56, 53. 82. 56, 53. All right, 82, 56. I can't type. What the fuck? 53. All right. 82. Uh, at one point during this campaign, you made the DM facepalm. I believe it. Me? Come on. Your party, yes. Uh, damn. That, you know what? I believe 56 ties into your other achievement. Because that would happen to you. You crit or crit failed a reroll, i.e. use a luck point to roll and got a nat 20 or 21. So that's how you got the three in a row. You had advantage, crit failed both, and then redid it to roll it, and you still failed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the monk. Yep. 53. Uh, you made a deal with a, power, with a powerful entity. So there you go. So, Webby, do you think... This party 
could save the world. Could take on the four horses of the apocalypse at one time. I mean, they're gonna. I would imagine they they spawn at various points. You don't have to fight them all at the same time, but you're going to have to with this party. Oh yeah, you're going to have to. Yeah, I mean, the whole party might not survive. Gauntlet style fight them, but out. the world will survive. I have faith okay. in that. I have faith in the level twenty totem barbarian and the level twenty gravity graviturgy wizard. Okay, so Webby. Webby is okay with the fact that he he, he thinks his team could be, could beat him. I actually actually I do too. I'm not gonna lie. The Bible and the bracelet helped out a lot because there's two level twenties with some mundane items. I don't think I don't see it happening, but I can believe it. I'm guessing the barbarians are bugbear. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, is that or the tabaxi? Unless you're going like Dex, nah, base barbarian, yeah. and then the you bugbear. got a satyr. You got a satyr as uh, satyr would make the most sense as a warlock. We also use a satyr. Yeah, I don't no, think I don't I think, think any of them get intelligence. Does, does the fire gymnast get intelligence boost? I don't know, but they'd be my wizard anyway. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. All right, so you think you think this team would win? I think this team would win. I think this team, or at least, has a good chance. I don't. I, you're not getting like destroyed off, off rip. Rob, what do you think? Um, I mean, yeah, they at least have a chance. I I would put the satyr as the wizard because that satyrs have magic resistance. But but yeah. Oh, one sec. What's up? Oh, I gotta pause this. I also feel like high level wizards get magic resistance passively. I don't think so. I don't remember. I I want to say. It's I don't. I mean, level 20 wizards are basically gods anyway. B's like very confused. She's like, I don't know why I signed up for this. <laughs> I, I literally, I, I'm just playing like mobile well, games on my phone. <laughs> well, well, listen, listen, I told her it was going to be riddles because Webby said riddle dungeon well, to me. I, I, like I said riddle dungeon, <laughs> but not. Yes. Yeah, and yeah I so I was very like, helpful. I was like, someone's could... gonna. I was assuming someone was gonna say to me like, "I wet as I dry." What am I? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, "I've got this. I'm good at riddles." And I came into this, and I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on?" All right, well, B, you want the you want some riddles real quick? All right. God, what is something that dawns on you even when it shouldn't? What is what? What is something that dawns on you even when it shouldn't? Dawns on you even when it shouldn't. Yes, oh I am so bad at riddles. <laughs> the only thing that I ever think of that dawns is the bloody day. So like, oh, I will. I don't fucking uh, I will. depression. I, I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny for a variety of reasons. Um, dawns on you even when it shouldn't. That's the question right there. Boom. What is something that dawns on you even when it should? Dawns on you even when it shouldn't. Is it a woman named Dawn? <laughs> it's is not it... a woman named Dawn. Dawns on you soap? even when it shouldn't. <laughs> is it Dawn No, it's not Dawn Dishsoap. Wait, something that dawns on you even you're when it gonna, shouldn't. You're all going to laugh when I tell you the answer because it's, it, it's actually kind of meta and funny at the same time. I get the feeling that I might potentially know what it is, but if I if what I'm thinking is what it is, that it's like 
to extra and a little bit like <laughs> overly thought out. But is it is it time? Webby, it's not time. It's not time. Webby, you I got an answer? I don't know. I don't have an answer for this. <laughs> the answer is the obvious. I hate That's that. dumb. <laughs> I hate that. So, American made that up, right? Probably. I don't know. Let's see. Well, the obvious just dawned on me. Great. See, there you go. See? And it shouldn't have. Alright, build B's team now. Her Avengers right, we'll team build... of D&D. Alright, B, we're building your Avengers team of D&D. We, we, we have done our, our, our interim riddle. I have literally no fucking idea what you're telling me to do right now. I, I will walk you through this very easily. It's it's it's, it's a very simple process. We we can build this. We can make this work. Move Webby to the end. All right. Boom. Same situation. Six months to save the world. B. I need a dice roll of a one d six. Rob, would you? If you don't know how to do it, would you like to help her out? Go you on, know. Rob. I have no fucking idea. And also, my kitty's laid asleep on my arms. <laughs> okay. All right. Four. A four. So B has four members in this party. I'm going to, like, one of us is going to get one. It's going to be funny. Average level is, like, two. Well, I have one level two guy. All right. Cool times. All right. So... Next thing's up. Average level. Rob, 1d20. Eleven. 11. Okay. It's higher than mine, so... It is. And it's one less person, so technically... Let me see. So, 44 would be the... Yeah, 44 would be the number... Two twenties and two level twos. That could work. Are you want to make it happen? That that could work. What, I don't know what it means, but sure. Level twenty is the highest level in D anD. d So you have a four person party. It's simple math. A four person party, meaning and this is the average level of your party. You don't have to. Have, they don't all have to be the same level. You could have four level elevens, or you could do what Webby did, and you could move them. You don't have to do any of this, technically. This is all just, like, theory-crafting through random bullshit. Um, but that's it. Just a, just a thought. Just a thought process. Let me see. Average level, bam. Racist. All right. We're going to go with the racist. Come on. Uh, come on back, the wheel of racist. Racist? Yes, the wheel, the wheel of racist. Oh, Jesus. Because the wheel of sexist is broken. All right. Your first one is the Dalkin. Your first race is a Vidalcan. You got a Vidalcan. What? I don't think I've ever seen anyone play a Vidalcan. So I have one. That's cool. <laughs> you have, or you've seen someone? I, I've I've seen someone. Donnie's played one. <laughs> okay. In fact, you've seen him play that one. It was that very short-lived right. game. That very short-lived game. You are correct. Seder is popular. All right, a Seder. These the, the Seder. Compound really wants to save the world. I like the background applause noise. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I really wish they had like the Bob Barker music, like do do I want to spin it. It'd be great. A human. A human. A human. And last but not least, give me something like unique and cool. Are you telling me to? No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm, I'm talking oh, to the wheel. You oh, have a good. deep gnome. I have a deep I... one? <laughs> <laughs> a deep gnome. Oh, deep no. gnome. Yep. Did I say, how the fuck do you know? So a gnome, a satyr, a human. And a deep gnome. No, what was the first one? Oh, uh, of a dolphin. Of a dolphin. Right. What the shit is a deep gnome? Just another version of a gnome. They live in the mountains. <laughs> My ass. They live very deep in the mountains. The mountain known as my ass. I wish I lived deep in the fucking mountains. Not my ass, to be clear. <laughs> I, I actually, I kind of every day I interact with more people. I kind of wish I also lived uh. deep in the mountains. Hey, do me a favor, B. Uh, that I sent Webby something here. If you can move your mouse, it's in the dice chat. I think it is. I think it's in the dice chat. It is in the dice chat. We rolled a lot of dice. I'll repost it. Hold on. More. Um, I'll copy the ID, post the ID, and then that's not helpful. Fuck you, go away. Delete that. Just copy the link and follow me. Click on that. Okay. Well, click on that and then click on the link. That'll it'll take you to Bye. get the idea, and then uh, click on that blue roll at the very very top. Click on yeah. that one time for me. Yeah. W- what does it say? Rogue swashbuckler. Swashbuckler rogue. Okay. All right. Click on it again for me. All right. Bad college of eloquence. Bard, all right. Eloquent bard. I like this. Eloquence. Give me another one. Uh, artificer. Is that how you say that word? Yeah, <laughs> that is how you say it. Armor. Armor. So you have a very skill-heavy group right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Great. And I'm not skilled. Give me a. Go ahead. Give me one more. Monk, way of the sun soul. Sun Soul Monk. Wait, is that, is that the healing monk? Or is that the fire monk? Alright, so you got a swashbuckler rogue, a eloquence bard, a artificer armor, and a Sun Soul Monk. This is good. That is, that is B's team well, to save the world. I'm fucked. Hmm. <laughs> necessarily. I mean, I guess the bard is on what level you make them. I feel like if you had two level 20s, the Bard and the Armor, the Artificer, would be the two choices here. Right. Um, arguments for the Swashbuckler, 100%, but I feel like the Bard and the Artificer would be the picks to make, in my personal opinion. Uh, let's see what else we got. All right. See, I'd almost go with the Bard and the Sun Soul Monk as your two level 20s. Okay. All right, Webby. Uh, Even though they both have, they both have the worst capstones. 
<laughs> the worst. Oh god. Uh, but I think the utility of both of them would really work well together at max level. Alright, let's see. Party accomplishments. Let's see what your your party has done of note. Mine made the DM facepalm. I would never do that. Everybody on the call instantly facepalming. Yo, facts. All right, so uh, Rob, I need a, I need a, what is it for the party accomplishments? I did one D, yeah, I need a D hundred for each person in the group. So four. Technically, could you roll four D one hundreds? Yes, you could do that. Technically, probably more than likely, that'll probably be easier. And then take the individual results. There you go. Oh, dang, you had some high numbers in there. Yep. yep. Hopefully that means they were good. Nice. So you had... What are the four numbers you had, Rob? 97, 96, 87, 17. Well, 97, obtained a cursed object. So, cursed object. You said 96. Uh, yep. One of your party members did die via friendly fire. That's why you only have four instead of Webby's five. Oh, well, it was that damn Sun Soul Monk. All right. Boom. And 87, you said? At one point during, uh, during I guess a d- discussion or a, which is this is a very B thing to do I think. Uh, at one point during a discussion with your DM, you you pointed out at least ten times the DM misspell something. <laughs> so, It'd be, it it would be B telling me that I'm saying something wrong. <laughs> yeah, something along those effects. And then seventeen was the last one, Rob. Yep. All right. Uh, you visited a new plane of existence. All right. B's like, I wish I was on a new plane of existence right now. <laughs> uh, party cautious. Boom. Random NPC, Rob, 1D43. Don't worry, B, but before we do Rob's choices, we'll have another riddle for you. We have m- multiple. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> You, know, you were promised riddles. Cool. We'll make sure you get riddles. Fourteen. Fourteen. The Swords of Dawn. This group of nobles wants to try the adventuring life. Fight against monsters, save towns and damsels. They are a fighter, paladin, cleric, and wizard. All of them are middle-high nobility. They have the best equipment with rich decorations, small supply train of retainers and servants. Without them, nobles start complaining in discomfort. Um, discomfort and savage <laughs> situations. They don't have hot bath two uh, bath two days already. Um, they don't have a hot bath for two days already. Uh, despite this attitude, 
uh, and their rich looks. This group is really good in combat and in organizing people. They study this from their childhood, also have very strong ideas that nobles need need to protect ordinary people and help them. Very honorable and always try to keep their elves. Well, there you go. I mean, that's that's a group that you'd want to have going in trying to help you save the world. So, absolutely, they are your they are your they are the made men to your Robin Hood, or the married men to your Robin Hood. I guess made men would actually make more sense in this particular case, but whatever. Let's see. Up, oh, we got riddle magic items, Rob. Give me a one d four, and then a number of one d hundreds based on that d four. Please be four. Yeah, yeah. All right, give me a D hundred. Let's see what we get. Seventy two. Mage's wagon wheel, a tiny lightweight wheel that can be controlled with a mini wand that comes in many colors. The wand has a ten foot range. The wheel is easily breakable. A great gift for the kids on the holidays. These magic there items are extremely useful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob. Next up, we got the unique, oh, the useful but unique magic item. So uh, D3 and the number of D100s based on that. Two. Yeah, so two D100s. Two D100s. Two D100s. Thank you. Two D100s. Eighty-five 80, and twenty-eight. Eighty-five and twenty-eight. All right, we're gonna start at eighty-five. Eighty-five, a snail shell sealed by a twisting bismuth opercolum. What the fuck? Shattering the snail shell has one of two effects: in an open or fully enclosed area, this wraps the ground into a spiral shape, and anyone standing on it must save or be knocked over. In a hallway, tunnel, or other such corridor, spaces warp so that the spot where the shell was shattered endlessly twists around upon itself. Single use. So it just makes a hallway like a spiral? But, yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. And upon itself. Or if you do it in an open world, it does its other thing. It does, uh, you, they would not prone otherwise. Um, and it was, what, 25? 85, and what was it? 28. 28. 28. A translucent emerald egg with a golden Ouroboros dawn around its midsection. If the egg comes into contact with a creature that was itself hatched from an egg, that creature must save or be, or be reverted to a fetal form within the egg, which within which it will mature as normal from then on. Okay. <laughs> so basically... That's actually uh, kind of really useful. That really is. It's like you just go throw it at a dragon and just pop the dragon back in the egg. Yep. Yep. That's okay. That's actually a very useful item. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I said, they're u- unique but useful at times. Uh, and Rob, D one hundred for the power. Oh, no, I don't know. One D two for the powerful magic items. See, this is where I feel like. B's adventuring party here kind of got the shaft when it came to like the classes that they got, but are getting good on everything else. (laughs) 
Give me a D66, Rob. Let's see what we got. And don't you worry, this may tie into the Riddle Dungeon at some point. 60. Okay. Uh, the Adapter's Helm. Fallen Relic Transmutation. Uh, the legend says this powerful helmet can transform the material of anything, living or not. Allow, allows the user to cast spells instantly using its 10 charges, DC 18. Dark skin, 3 charges. Stone skin, 4 charges. Flesh to stone, 8 charges. Gashes form, 6 charges. Stone shape, 2, char two charges. Major transformation, 2 charges. Jeez. Okay. If brought, if brought to a holy temple of Bahamut, this item could be destroyed with a number of priests in a ceremony. It does not tell you the exact number of priests. It just says a number of priests in the ceremony. So... So that helmet on the swashbuckler. And then Rob, give me a D100 three times. We're going to go back to the, our, our 1D100 uh, random achievement bullshit wheel. See what happens. See what else this party has done. Mine, mine would have gone by so much faster if I remembered that I could just roll like multiple D100s at a time. I mean, to be fair, you can put that on me. 91, 27, 5. So, All right, um, I will. Five. Uh, you defeated, also defeated a powerful enemy one v one. Probably a dragon with that fucking egg. Yep. <laughs> the egg is like stupid, actually. Uh, it was five. What was it, Webby or 20, somebody? Ninety-one, twenty-seven, and five. Twenty-seven is find a magic item. Uh, you did, in fact, find a magic item. And then 91. And 91. Spare a villain because he was right all along. Yeah, well, you know. Webby's like, I can get behind that. <laughs> all right. So that is, so B, this is B's team. Uh, it's all right, too. Just don't say. So B, here's no. the question now for you. But I have no idea. Uh, would you like to have two powerful people no in your way. party and two people probably going to die, or all um, of them kind of just mediocre? Fucking <laughs> no. Um. The first, because I'm a chaotic bitch. All right, that's fair. I like it. So, I don't know. I, I, I think I think there's a chance, Webby. I think there's a chance. Well, yeah, especially like, with those allies that. Yeah, the, yeah the, the allies that are good in combat, but also like just like Chrissy good Bitters, at I rallying like people. <laughs> but also complaining they haven't bathed in two days. I well, like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I think if you went with like the artificer and probably the bard. Really the artificer and any of the other three at max level I think would, would be, be yeah. would would be able to handle yeah. the horsemen, so that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Rob? 
I mean, a bard is a jack of all trades, so they're really good at everything. This whole team is like skill heavy. Like yeah. there, there will never be a skill that this team will not have yeah. in, in its repertoire. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Rob? You think this team has a chance of saving the world? Or are we doomed? Um, question: The egg thing could that capture one of the, the horsemen? I don't know if any of the horsemen. Yeah, were I don't think. Egg. Yeah, I don't know if they were hatched from eggs. Oh, probably not. It can Plot only be something all hatched from the egg of time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, all this very much depends on player ingenuity and dice rolls. But I just like in a cinematic style situation, you think they can yeah. pull it off? I think it's possible. Probably. Yeah, I think the I think the uh, the fucking sort of the Swords of the Dawn would uh, be doing some work here too, mm-hmm. putting in good work. And then, last but not least, we have we're back to riddles now, guys. Riddles, riddles, riddles. Here you go, B riddles. I'm oh, bad at this. Right, what tastes I'm better? I'm awake. Than... You're awake? <laughs> all right. B, what's two things you could never eat for breakfast? Dicks. That's I'd one thing. That's a lie. <laughs> and you would definitely eat dicks for breakfast. I do. I mean, is something wrong with that? I know the answer to this. I feel like uh... I know the answer. <laughs> Wait, is it lunch and dinner? <laughs> it is lunch and dinner. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Fun really fact, cool. I like that, that would be confusing if you asked that to anybody that lives where I live because they don't call it lunch and dinner in my part of my country. Well, I mean, it could be whatever you guys would call lunch and dinner. You'd get really confused if you ever came here because they call lunch dinner and they call dinner tea. Okay. I mean, so I, mean say, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't really up. care as long as I there was food involved. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't care what you. I don't care what you being call told it. that it was breakfast, dinner, and tea. So brunch was like this really strange thing to be introduced to us because we were like, "The fuck does that go?" Brunch what is, is a strange concept to begin with. Don't get me wrong. I love brunch. I love mimosas, but it's a strange concept to begin with. It would be brunner. I was say you guys should call it brunner. I mean, I have Brenner now. That's just what I eat when, like, earlier when I didn't have lunch and I ate at, like, 4.30. That was my Brenner. <laughs> my, my, or my, what, Linner? <laughs> if you try to confine breakfast to tea, you'd get brie, and then people would just be eating cheese. Though, like, <laughs> although, although brie, brie, brie is some good-ass cheese, though. Like, see, it's like, it's confusing, because we're a country that drinks a lot of tea, and so in the North, East, where I'm from, you have to know when to differentiate with the context between tea the drink and tea the food. You could fix that just by serving tea with tea. What, about, what people times. do? No, I'm saying at all times. So you, you don't have to worry about it. If you, you either shouldn't, you, if you want a cup of tea, you're either getting a cup of tea and a meal, or if you want a meal, you're getting a meal with a cup of tea. Either so way, I actually, I personally. I actually purposely adapt my language so that people in wider places like America and stuff like that will understand what I'm saying and I say it the way you say it. But if I say to my family, for example, that like dinner's ready, they would be so wildly confused. They'd be like, why are you making lunch at like nine? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on? Would people would people get um offended there if you don't supper. drink tea or don't like tea? Uh, what do you think we are? 
I think okay. I will say this. Uh, and I, have, I have I have quite, I have quite a few friends from the UK. I feel like if uh, I went there and somebody offered me tea, I, I was like, no, I don't like it. They would get drawn and quartered. Yeah, but see, the problem is you. Do you like some tea? Yeah, they're talking about dinner. It's literally what Devin just said. It's literally what Devin just said. No one cares if you don't like tea, but people do care about how you take your tea if you do like it. Because Americans do not know how tea works at all. Like, your weird-ass English breakfast tea shit and the weird things that you call tea are not fucking tea. It's weird. It's like, when we go to Starbucks here, because obviously it's an American company, and we get tea, they give us the weirdest fucking shit that you could ever drink. It's disgusting. It's literally repulsive. And everybody I know who's been to America and I had tea, say, in a hotel or whatever, they always say it's absolutely disgusting. You just have no idea how to make tea, and it's weird. But, like... Yeah, so if you come here and you're like, oh, I don't like tea, then people would, if someone said to you, you want, you want a cup of tea, and you were like, oh, I don't like tea, they'd be like, oh, you want like a coffee or a hot chocolate or something? And then if you didn't want that, they'd be like, well, okay, you can have a cold drink instead. But, like, people don't care if you choose to drink coffee instead or choose to drink neither or whatever. But, like Devin said, if you choose to drink tea and then you're like, oh, can I have, like, this specified tea that we drink in America? We'd be like, fuck off. You dickhead. Oh. If you want tea, you get tea, which is literally <laughs> just tea black bags. Tea, yeah, black tea, tea bags, uh, milk and sugar is yeah. acceptable. You get tea. You can tell us how much yeah. milk you want and how much sugar you want. You can even specify which milk if you don't want like normal dairy milk or you want to use something else. But if you <laughs> think we're changing the tea bag, it's not happening. You having the normal tea bag that we just refer to as tea. What if I was like, no I like. Shit. 99% sugar, 1% tea. Fucked off out the country. I know this because I've I know this because I've made this mistake with with my third mother. Um or as or as we all affectionately call her, mom. Cuz my I have a very diverse friend group. My me and my three best friends, it's me, uh my friend Alan who's the whitest black guy you you ever meet. But also, like one of my best friends, my friend Michael, who's uh, he, most people would consider him like most people would consider you like re- you would consider him to be like um, conservative redneck, but a good dude. And then you have my friend Lee, who's from the UK. <laughs> so uh, I spent substantial amount of time at all of their houses growing up. So I uh, I've, I picked up quite a few things, and I, I remember the first time I asked for tea, and I took my tea. Uh, I took a tea black with nothing in it, and uh, she was very she was very displeased with me. Her exact words was, "You're drinking tea like a fucking yank," and then gave me tea and left. And I was like, "Okay, this is fair. I've le- I've learned my lesson." I think that people like think that tea is like this really like horribly complicated thing, but for most of us, we just buy it straight out as we just there's literally say tea bags on them. And then we yeah. just buy it, and it's and it's just as it is. Going to America and trying to find that same tea that we drink is damn near impossible. It's really hard. Yeah, you all have like weird fucking names. Everything. The closest yeah. thing you can get, I think, is English. Which is like tea what, like Twinnings, like Twinnings black tea, or like PG tips or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, I drink Yorkshire tea because I'm from Yorkshire. So well, that's fair. Okay, fair, okay. But, yeah, but fair. PG tips is all right. Um, but. I mean, to be fair, even generic brand tea is still nice because obviously with the British, it's all like just tea as it comes. The thing that I think that British people find it hardest to get our heads around about Americans, though, is the fact that not all of you just by default have electric kettles in your house. 
Well, okay, so there's so there's a reason for that. And I mean, and this is oh, there's a, a, a bullshit reason for that because it's been proven it's not necessarily true. Uh, our outlets aren't built for electric kettles, so while they do work, they work at like half the speed they work for you guys. Yeah, your voltage is very low, isn't it? And you, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I have an electric kettle because they they're convenient and they're nice, but it still takes a fair amount of time to boil yeah, well, that water. Obviously, for me, like, boiling water kettle. takes like three minutes. Yeah, so yeah, it's like. Yeah, so we, we, we rarely have like coffee machines and stuff though either because we can just use our electric kettle to make coffee. So we just or, use that. Or see, make you, coffee you or use instant tea. coffee, and like me as a coffee snob, like instant coffee is like death. Like I'll drink it if I'm <laughs> I mean, I personally do have a coffee machine. I don't like coffee, but people I live with do. So like, we I do have a coffee machine, but I I never use it. The the biggest thing that always blew my mind is that if you guys don't have an electric kettle and your power goes out, let's say your water gets like like I don't know, cut or something, and you want warm and you filled up like your tanks, you know, you fill jugs of water up or pitchers of water up when you know the water's gonna be cut off for a while because they're doing work or whatever. Um, how do you warm it up? A fucking microwave. Well, if you have power, you're well, if you don't fun. have power, yeah. Well, well if, I mean, if, we, power, if we if we lose we, power you can't here, use a kettle anyway. But I meant like if like. Say they let you know that they are going to be doing some work on like the your water system, so your water's gonna be shut off. You're gonna fill up a few pitchers of water to make sure you have some while while it's off, right? But then you yeah. can't warm it up if you don't have a kettle. Well you do in the stove. Yeah, we have stove top kettles. So, it takes so long. Well, I agree, it does. It takes forever. But and I mean like, if, if, you, I if you lose had power, to do this. like if we lose power here. We have a wood stove and cast iron pans, and I we might have a tea um, kettle somewhere. But the thing that weirds me out the most, and I learned this from somebody who was staying with me, eating like American foods because they were Americans, so we like ordered some like American foods and stuff. Is that you'll get like your like you like your instant noodles, mac and cheese, whatever that you put water in and then heat them up. Um, like most of the time, you'll either boil it in the on the stove and then fill it with boiling water from the stove, or you'll fill it with cold water and stick it in the microwave, right? And then and that's the, 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 even the instructions on the back tell you to fill it with water and put it in the microwave, right. and then it heats up and makes the instant noodles and stuff. Obviously, we don't do that. We boil our kettle and fill it to the line that it tells you to fill it to, and then just close the lid again, and then within a few minutes it'll be ready because the boiled water will just do it with right. microwaves and stuff. Microwaves leave like a little like like firmy film on the top of like boiled water and stuff and, and boiled new like instant noodles and things like that and it's just fucking gross like, like people who make soup in a microwave it's like absolutely disgusting i don't know how any of you can can do it it's just gross i just find it so wildly weird you are just such a weird group, set of people i am i was talking with a couple of people in my werewolf game and there a couple of them are from europe and they were like they were said i was crazy we were crazy for having like water heaters they're like you just don't get hot water from like the city i'm like no <laughs> you have to heat it up Okay, so that's not how it works in the UK. I know we're going real tangent here, but no, no, um, it's fine. you, we're it, always off, to- off topic. We don't get hot water in the UK from like the the city or whatever. We all have boilers in our house. Yeah. Um, and yeah. those boilers are what heat our house too. What you got to remember is we don't have air conditioning, and we don't. So therefore, we don't have like forced air, and we don't have like heated aircon or anything like that. So our houses are all heated. I know some American houses do have them as well, but all of our houses are heated by radiators on the wall, like metal, like radiators. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of houses now you have, uh, in America, it's either radiator heating, uh, baseboard heating, wood stove heating, like Webby's house. Um, yeah. Or you have, like, an actual, like, furnace. 
so like all of us obviously have radiators in every single British house. They unless they've specifically had their radiators taken out and swapped to something else, they will all come with radiators. And obviously the whole point is that the boiler will heat the water up inside it and then transfer the heated water into the radiator, which will then obviously um dissipate the heat through the metal into the room. So it takes a while, like it does take a while to heat a room. We all like put our heating on usually thirty minutes in advance, whether it sets it or come on like thirty minutes before we wake up or 30 minutes before we get home, so we know it's going to take a good half hour for the radiators to heat up before the room starts to get warm. The house but, I um, had with my ex-wife, we had radiators. Yeah, so you you understand then. Yeah. But then we also use the boiler for the same thing, for heating our water. So you turn the hot tap on and cold water's going to come out, and you're going to wait 10 minutes for it to heat up. And that's just the way it is. It's always been like that. So people who like need hot water immediately, or especially boiled water, well, actually, just say you need warm water immediately, Obviously, turning the tap on, you're going to wait like 10 minutes for the boiler to heat up, then start heating the water. And by that point, you've wasted 10 minutes of cold water going down the yeah. drain for no reason. If so a lot of us will fill our kettle up and boil it for just like a minute because it'll get warm, but not boil. Then turn it off and it'll be warm and then we'll use it like that because it's easier. So kettles are really useful. And by the way, on the, this topic about the voltages thing, sometime when you guys have time, so I know it'll take a while and I don't want to do it right now and like, to start from this but if you like engineering and like engineering specific like things like the way that appliances and stuff work give me like 20 minutes sometime to tell you how uk plugs work and i will blow your mind because they have got to be as many people agree some of the best engineered things that like a human being ever created because american plugs are so fucking dangerous in comparison to like what we have and I, I need agree. to show you guys one time, like sometime. I need to show you like the, how intricate a British plug is and how they work because, in my opinion, they're so good. I'm fairly certain I've watched like a YouTube. I have a bad habit of like laying in bed at night when I can't sleep and just uh, watching the internet like, YouTube videos about random things. Like I, I, I learned so much uh, just watching random videos on YouTube doing random things. Um, but yeah, no, it's actually kind of funny though. Like we get hot water straight from the tap, but like. It's actually not safe to drink or cook hot water straight from the tap. So it's really like not pointless, but it's not like useful. <laughs> right, right, right. They, they they flat out tell you, like, yeah, no, you should not cook with hot water or you should not like drink hot water straight from the tap. Like you have to still bring it up to like boiling temperature. So it's like, so what's the point of it? What's I don't the point think of the I, I don't know if we have that same rule. I don't think I, I've never hired anybody. Well, I mean, it wouldn't matter for you guys because it's coming right from you. You have a boiler itself. The water is getting boiled yeah. and then distributed out uh, through and getting, you know, it's getting passed through enough pipe where it's working out that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like the minerals and the shit that we have in our water. It's, it's, it's dumb. The you US guys have strict. a lot of stuff in your water too, and we're very, very strict on like things like that. We have yeah. very unless you have well water. If you if you, if you have well water, then you don't have to worry about that. You just have well water, and you have whatever water and minerals uh, the Earth's given you. Wait, Fish. so Weber, you have well water, right? Yep. Do they put fluoride into your water still? No. Ugh. Think of your teeth. You act like Webby drinks water. <laughs> Not out of the tap. <laughs> uh, how many of you call it a faucet instead of a tap? I call it a faucet. I, I, I call, I'd I call it both, both, honestly. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty. Yeah. Fucking Americans. You're so weird. I do both things. Do you say drapes or curtains? Curtains? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Curtains, yeah. Curtains. Do you all have shutters on your windows? No. No. I have blinds. 
You know, blind the Americans. There's, I don't, I, I don't think there's that many houses that have actual shutters anymore. No, although, although I, some people put them up there just for looks. I know. I yeah, do like do the concept of shutters movie. though, because like I love the concept, like old movies, like old like UK movies back in the day. Like you have people yelling at people on the street or yelling at their neighbors, they just close the shutter. It's so they look like very aesthetically pleasing, but they I look aesthetically pleasing, and it's so like time. end of the conversation defining. It's just like I'm in my house. Fuck you. Close your shutters. Huh? We haven't had shutters on our house in a long time. I'm gonna when I get a house, I'm putting shutters on my house. I'm doing it. That's another thing about engineering, by the way. Our windows, I've whoever I don't know if I think I shared Webby already, but how our how our windows are done are so fancy. And I feel like because a lot of you guys lift your windows, right? Like we lift up. Uh, it depends. You have lift up windows, you have side pull windows, and you have like quarter side. It, it yeah. So some windows like slide left to right, some lift up and down. All of our windows open outwards. If you didn't know, like they, and then, they yeah, some, the some windows do that. Some windows they don't do either. Like usually, um, if you have like live in a high rise, to stop people from jumping or from people from like babies from falling out, um, they the window will like you open, unlock it and push it out. It'll push out, and then you have. Like, I was a, a fancy in the sense that they push out, but they stop after like a few inches, so you can't push it any further. Yeah, that's, that's like how, a, that's some of them are here like too, a like metal latch there inside of all our windows, even like my window, every single window that they put in, they have a little metal latch inside that if you push your finger or a piece of metal or something into the latch, it unlocks the window and they fully release from the wall so you can climb out of it as a fire escape. That's cool. What can I say? We think about these things. That's why people say oh, my country is a snowflake country because we do so much to try and like. Well, no, it's, you can break it down to a very simple thing in that U.S. American designed and engineering is it's there and it's it, it's good and it's fine. The issue is if you want the stuff that's quality and well thought out and designed, it, you're going to pay the premium money for it. So it's it, it's all like a yeah. It's a stair step, you know what I mean? Like, so you're gonna you can pay for that and have it, but the companies that are doing that over here are paying you're paying top dollar. So then you have companies like, oh, well, we'll offer one of those features. So out of the three features you want, we'll give you two of them, and that's your middle of the road option. And then, the, oh, we'll give you one of them, and that's your cheapest option. And it's all based upon that. It's all about money. Everything's about it's money. It's probably easier here because our government makes it a legal requirement. Like, for example, landlords have to have those windows fitted. They have to have like. Yeah, certain like plug things fitted, all like all these safety features and things. They are fitted by law, so they don't have a choice. Yeah, probably helps. It's, it's bad. I mean, I'm trying to remember who. I'm trying to remember what country invented the baby cage. Was that? I think that was us. Did we invent the baby cage, Webby? I don't even know what a baby cage is. Here's an old picture of the of the baby cage. I'm just gonna post it in general chat here. You'll see what yeah, I'm talking. Because I also about. have no idea what a baby cage is. No, that doesn't seem safe in the slightest. What the <laughs> shit is that? <laughs> that is an actual baby cage. I think I'm I assume baby... you were talking about a pen, like this. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's literally you put the baby in the cage outside the window, um, and your baby hangs there and chills. Uh, it was uh, the cage became popular in London. Boom! Wasn't us, baby. Wow. The first commercial patent, though, we okay, we did create it. Uh, it was in Spokane, Washington. The cage became popular in London in 1930 amongst apartment dwellers without access to backyards. 
Um, Yo, yeah. you want your baby to have fresh air? <laughs> just stick him in this cage and attach the cage to a window. This is wild. Like, this is wild. Like, imagine like you put your kid out here and you like close you close the door. It's like go in timeout. Like your toddler, like go in timeout. Pick him up an hour <laughs> later and he's just covered in pigeon shit. <laughs> Bird shit. <laughs> oh man, this Jeez. is terrible. That is, that, that you is... you don't you know what that cage looks like to me? Webby, you ever see one of the one of those raccoon traps? Yes. <laughs> it looks like a raccoon trap. Yeah. A I literally hate everything about that. It fucking terrifies me. Absolutely. It, it should. It's 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 uh huh. That second picture, oh. the kid's much larger, so isn't the cage. And that <laughs> o- that old person in the street, you can tell is just giving the kid the middle finger and saying, ha ha ha, there you go, you little shit. I know, it's funny. It- I want them to invent a Webby cage because I would put Webby in a cage when he pisses me off, like outside. Nobody like puts that. Webby in a cage. Well, we'll see. If that was meant to be a dirty dancing reference, I fucking hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it definitely wasn't a dirty dancing reference. But why do you hate dirty dancing? What did Patrick Swayze do? Never, I've ne- well, I've never seen dirty dancing, but I people... said, "What did he do? Not what you want him to do to you." Two different things, B. Oh, gee, I, whoa! <laughs> first things first. I don't want no act, old actors ghost up in my business. Secondly, he um, was a great. He was great in Ghost. Okay, he was a great ghost. I wonder. I don't know how much of a good ghost he is now, but he was then. Um, I, I will he, say he, that I've not seen the movie. I just hate that it's like so overly like referenced. No, you put the baby in the corner. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Don't do that. I swear to God, I'm so over those fucking references. All right, B, like... what kind of ve- hey B, what kind of vegetable needs a plumber? This sounds like a really inappropriate euphemism. <laughs> um, I mean, I would have to. I have to replace if I replace vegetable with aubergine, maybe. Um. What vegetable needs a plumber? Yo, Web, you know what vegetable needs a plumber? No. I'm trying to think of it. A leak? A leak, exactly. Uh... Uh-huh. Fuck's sake. There's me thinking for ages. Oh, watermelons, vegetables. <laughs> Obviously, they're not, but I was um, trying to justify it. Is Rob back yet? Nope. He was letting Matilda out, so. (sighs) What five-letter word in the dictionary can be pronounced the same even if it has four of his letters removed? Five-letter word can be pronounced the same even if it has four of its letters removed. Yes. Redundancy. No, that's not the word. I'm just saying it is redundant at that point. Um. Well, it has to be a word that is pronounced the same as the letter that it begins with. Correct. Ideally, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be the letter that it begins with, but ideally, yeah. Like B, B E E. Obviously, you can remove the E's, and it can still said the yes. same. So pronounced the same. Um. 
edge I T C it. No, doesn't start with an inch. Um, yeah, no fucking idea. Huh? Q. Yes, it's Q. Webby's right. Q. A uh, Q like lining up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I just thought of it. So. Math. What begins with the letter P, finishes with the letter E, and has over a thousand letters in it? Hold on, what now? <laughs> what begins with the letter P, finishes with the letter E, and has over a thousand letters in it? Begins with the letter P, and ends with the letter E. It has over a thousand letters in it. The name of a number is that how they get away with this? No. Um, over a thousand letters. Yep. Sounds like a fucking the postal service. I was gonna uh, say like some sort of postal service. Yeah. I'll give it to you. It's it's post office. Webby says one word. Webby says, "Ah, it didn't say it was one word." I just said uh, what begins with the letter P, finishes with the letter E. Right, okay, I thought you said what word. What has three letters? That's not a word. What has three letters and starts with gas? Uh, what? <laughs> what has three letters and starts with gas? Gas? <laughs> no. It's not gas. Um, I know. Well... This is going to be a, I, well, I, this is going to be a debatable topic, maybe. Go for it. Do all of them start with gas? Ah, uh, they used to. Yeah, I'm going to say car. You're correct. <laughs> but now oh, you have God, electric cars now, so. I have electric cars, and you had you had water cars for a second, and then the car industry. There are some guy. cars that run on diesel. Uh, I know. literally have an electric car, so I would not have got that. I've never driven a non-electric car before. All right, B, this one's just for you. How wild is that, by the way? We're in an era now where there's people like me who've never driven a non-electric car. True. All right, this one's just for B. I'll keep my mouth shut. This one's just for B. What starts with a T, ends with a T, and is full of T? Starts with a T, ends with a teapot. Yes. <laughs> also, by the way, when I left to go to the bathroom, I named this episode. It was perfect. You'll have to send it to me then. I'll just type it out right now. See right here. Still can't believe the baby cage thing. Jeez. I still want to look into getting like a webby cage. There you go. Boom. There you go. All right. <laughs> oh, God. It's like when John used to call his stream Sunday T with B. I know, right? But like that actually worked out. D and D with T and B. Gotta love that. That like just like beautiful rhyming right there. I've used it. That goes so well that it makes me feel sick. I know, right?
And I, I thought of it while I was using the bathroom, so it was like even better. I was sitting there. I'm so glad you're thinking about me while using the bathroom. You know, be you know. <laughs> I was in there playing. Yeah, you know, I was in there using the bathroom, taking. The you place. were in there playing. Playing. I was in there, was in there playing with myself. Okay. I'm sorry. You were laughing while thinking about me. I don't know what to do. Jeez. Do you know, it's funny. This, like, not to sound full of, like, I don't want to sound like full of myself, just to be explicitly clear here, but I mentioned this to one of my friends the other day, but for some strange reason, I really don't fucking know why, but in the last, like, few months, so many men have shown random interest in me, and it's I don't really know why, but, like, loads of go. people I've been friends with for years, and also people I, I didn't know, but also people I've just had, like, as acquaintances. There's been so many men just randomly pursuing me lately, and it's really... I don't really know why, but just thought about that then when you were saying about thinking of me when playing with yourself. I was like, you're not the only one, apparently. <laughs> I, hey, I really don't know why. I'm guessing maybe... To you, random men. Maybe my hormones just suddenly started doing a really good job this year. <laughs> Or they're, they're 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 finally coming around. They're like, you know what? Coming around be, to what? I don't have be, any assets. <laughs> be 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 is the shit. That's what it is. They're coming around. Be, be is the shit. Oh Jesus. Be is awesome. Let's see. Oh, one liner jokes. Let's go one liner jokes. I don't. That's that's that, that's that's just sad. What? At, at this point, Rob's Rob's adventuring group missed the bus. <laughs> yeah, here, you know what? Here, I'll make my adventuring group while we're sitting here just off off bullshit shenanigans. Why not? Um, move to other view. Hey, look at that! I can do two things at one time. I love Notepad Plus Plus. Uh, not a sponsored, by the way. Also, shout out to Reddit for a lot of these charts and tables and shit they were using. I didn't. God, I, your life must be so interesting. It's the most exciting thing you've got to be hyped about, isn't it? Pad Plus Plus. I mean, from a computer user standpoint, Notepad Plus Plus is the shit. And my life uh, is very important. Actually, no, I only learned to use Notepad Plus Plus so that I could edit um, NVT tags for Minecraft worlds. See? See? So versatile. Useful. Fucking random. Random, but but useful. Yeah. See? See? Can't deny that it is very useful. See? And you were worried. All right, let's do this thing. Why are we doing? I, th I, I think like Matilda Rob, ate Rob. No, Rob's on his way back to his computer, kind of. All right, where well, I'll do mine while he's doing his real quick. Slash roll. One d six. How many members of my party? Four. Hey, we got four. All right, I got four members of my party. Boom. A average level party. Slash roll. 1d20. 17! Hey! I got the best party ever. Then you don't even have to continue. You're going to win. You're not going to fail at this. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, let's see what the races are, though. I'm here. back. Back to the Wheel of Racist. Welcome back, Rob. We're going to the Wheel of Racist. Let's see how right. multitasking Devin can be. Rob, roll a D6. This is how many group members you have in your party. You're going to do this along the side with Devin. Devin, you got to keep track of two things now. That's fine. 
I got a Verdan on my first one, a half elf on my second one. And let's see, Rob got three. Yep. All right, Rob D20, average, average level party. Just to uh, let you know, we're at an hour and 15 minutes already. Uh, I'm aware. <laughs> okay. It's fine. That's, that's why we're why doing I'm, this. That's, that's why I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to get we're you all together. in this together. So roll a d20, Rob. Fucked if we are. 11. All right. The popular number for the day. So three members at level 11. Well, not at level 11. Average level is level 11. All right, Rob. Roll the uh, I'll roll your wheel here for your dude, your first member of your party. Is a civic hybrid. Yep. Second level or second level, second uh, entry. Is let's see an Aladrin, your third and final will be a fear bulb. All right, Rob, you still got you got that link down there? Find that link and uh you can go roll your classes. Uh College of Creation Bard. All right, Creation Bard, nice. Order of Scribes Wizard. Jesus. And Path of the Zealot Barbarian. Jesus. That one's not bad, but you don't have well, I guess your bard could technically be a healer. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely could be. I mean, creation bard, a scribe wizard, and a zealot bard. Honestly, one of the better things and about the, the zealot, bard, zealot bard heal. The zealot bard can heal, can he? Uh, Almost certainly can heal. Maybe, but their big thing is um, if they die, anybody who casts a resurrection spell on them, they don't need the uh, gold value component cost. Right. So like you wouldn't need the diamonds and stuff to resurrect a path. And they have like a divine they have like a divine rage and shit. I actually always kinda wanted to play one, but I never like had the theme properly done right. Um all right, next you got party accomplishments. Uh party accomplishments. So they tried some things, they did some shit. Spin for each. D one hundred for each one of your party guys. D three hundred, Rob. Yep. Or three D one hundreds rather. Yep. Fifty five, forty eight, twenty seven. All right. Mine's gonna be that. So you got I got eighty seven, sixty three, fifty three, fifty one, ninety seven, sixty three. 
53-51. And you got 65-48-27. which is for you. Bam. All right. 27. You find a magic item. Rub. Find a magic item. 48 is... Ride a dragon. You rode a dragon at some point, Rob. Well. And 65 is gate crash and prevent an execution. Dave, you had a good life. Your, 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 party, your party did good. Prevent execution. Execution. Boom. I did. Let's see. I had 87, 63, 53, and 51. 87 is count 10 times your DM misspelled something, so misspelled. Boom. Uh, 63. 63 is I saved the Royal. Yeah, it was probably one of those adventuring party of bees. I made a deal with a powerful enemy. That is kind of my MO in games. So I'm with it. Shout out to Lilith. Uh, 51 is catch eight or more enemies in an AoE spell. Boom. So you fireballed the group of goblins. Yes. Or kobolds. Well, well no, I had the kobolds because I have a goblin in my party. Yeah. My party, by the way, is a Verdan, a half-elf, a goblin, and a herring gun. Well... <laughs> All right, boom. Next thing's up, Rob. Boom. We got random NPC encounter. Give me a 1D43, sir. I got 35, which I think we already did. You got. I also 35, got 35. <laughs> which I think we already did anyway. Let me see. I could be wrong on that. I feel you like we've met the same NPC. We're in the same world. We're we're teaming up. That's why we're building this together. We're teaming up to take this on. Um, monastic pil- pilgrimage. You meet a monk in his early twenties who is traveling around the region to various hidden temples to learn from various masters at each temple. With him, uh, with him are two elven rangers who he has hired to help navigate an old dwarven an old dwarven merchant that is supplying them with food for the benefit of security on the road and trade privileges at the temples. So you found a party of a monk. Two we found a party of a monk, and um, two rangers and a dwarven. It doesn't say a merchant, dwarven merchant. So that's what we got going for us, Rob. Okay, okay. All right, boom, Rob. Roll for your riddle magic stuff. Uh, you get what one d four. Or no, one d three. I'm sorry. No, yeah, one d four. One. You get one. You're right. Roll one. Or roll one D100 one time. Math hurts. Please roll a 98. Damn it. 81. Cloak of skin. A cloak that looks like it's made of human skin. When worn by a creature, the cloak transmutes itself into being made out of the wearer's skin. So there you go. Okay. Be very <laughs> helpful. It's 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 a riddle dungeon item, Rob. It never 
Um, and give me a 1d3, sir. He done goofed. Yep. He done goofed. Three. Roll three D100s. So I can give you your three useful but unique magical items. Forty-eight, thirty-seven, three. Why is that going in reverse every time? All right, so three. Uh, you got a bag woven from metallic threads, a hot and Surprisingly, the steam rises from its opening. Anything held within the bag is affected as though by, as though it was a hit uh, affected by the heat metal spell. Though it only work, it works on any material. The bag is also the perfect insulator. Hmm. So you have a bag of, you have a you have an oven bag. I was gonna say, yeah, you essentially have an oven bag. Uh, well, I I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it. 37. Uh, a fruit that resembles an encouragement mishmash of a dozen kinds of fruits. Tastes like that, too. Eating it sparks a process of rapid mutation. For 1d6 plus 2 rounds, you gain a mutation each round. At the end, at the end, all but one mutation of your choice uh, goes away. Okay. So you get a f- fruit that you eat, and you gain a bunch of mutations. For each round. So you can get up to eight mutations and then you can keep one of the eight mutations at the end of it all. Mm-hmm. Cool. And what was the last one you got? 48. Oh, 48. Uh, a hoop carved from holly and banded with copper. The copper bands are inlaid with flakes of agitate that depict birds carrying arrows. Any range attack that passes through the hoop is matched by a phantasmal duplicate that goes out of the hoop in the opposite direction. Wait, what? <laughs> That sucks. So it, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, it duplicates a spectral arrow. And then I'm like, it shoots it back at the person. Um, well, I mean, you can shot use it against it. enemies, especially if yes, those yes, horsemen that's, were that's shooting at you with became, arrows. That's where it became like useful. Yeah. So those are your three items. I'm going to roll for my... my I, I don't know. Last thing, Rob, give me a 1d2 for your powerful magic items. We're going to finish you off and I'll go back to mine. That sounded weird, but I'm with it. Whatever. We're, we're finishing Rob off live on stream, guys. Two. Two. Oh, Rob got all the weapons here. Give me a 1d66 two times. Rob is the magical hoarder. He's hoarding all the magic. 79 and 37. Oh, my bad. 39 and 37. 37, 39. All right, all right, all right, all right. Boom. Uh, you have the Warfan of Admiral Huston. Uh, enchanted with the soul of a fused elemental, the Warfan summons violent storms over any target area. Should the Warfan approach its own storm, a 100-foot radius circle of perfect weather surrounds it. Used to conquer countless pirates at sea, the Admiral doomed its powers to the water depths in case of defeat. The fan disintegrates when submerged in water. So, there you go. You got that? And what was the other one you got, Rob? 39? Yep. yep. Helm of Chisholm. Uh, deep beneath the dunes of Shifting, where the Chisholm Plains once lay, graze forever still 1,000 heads of, temp- of Templeforge Bull. 
Uh, Siege machines of awesome destruction. These creatures wait for call towards the next crusade by that uh, by that that dons the helm. So you have a thousand a thousand head temple temple forge bull. Um, a thousand head of temple forge bulls. Oh, you have a thousand bulls with this helmet on. So yeah, you have a thousand bulls at your disposal that are just waiting for your call so they can ride off into battle. I'm with it. And 3D100 robs for random bullshit. Let's go. Eighty-one, eighty-one, seventy-one, fifty-seven. All right. You at some point roll two nat ones when rolling with advantage. Checks out. Mm -hmm. uh, eighty-one, fifty-seven, and what? Or fifty-one? Seventy-one, eighty-one. Seventy-one, eighty-one. Well, what would you have though? Yeah, seventy-one. What was the first one? Fifty-seven. The last one. Fifty-seven. All right. Win a fight back to back with a PC. Hey. Mm -hmm. And you also had last one was fifty-seven. Make a great sacrifice. So that's what you've done, Rob. You've made a great sacrifice. So you've oh. the Rob has a team three uh, average level is eleven. He has a Civic Hybrid and a Ladrin and a Fearbolg, uh, who are a Creation Bard, a Scribe Wizard, and a Barb Zealot. Must say, probably the best collection of classes that we've gotten so far. Um, I don't know. Actually, my classes are pretty good, too, though. But uh, Totem Bard so, and Gravitrogy Wizard, that's all you need. That's true. Uh, gate Crash. You have you have Gate Crash to prevent an execution. You have Rode a Dragon, and you found magical items, which you have found all the magical items. Uh, well, your magical item is a Cloak of Skin, uh, a bag of wo a woven, a bag woven from metallic threads that you have an oven bag. Uh, you have a fruit that mutates you. You have a hoop that will send a spectral arrow back to anyone that shoots an arrow through it, mm -hmm. and then you have the uh, warfan of you have the you have the warfan of Admiral Hudson, which creates a storm, uh, a violent storm, over any target area, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and when you have your own storm, uh, any should the warfan approaches on storm, a hundred a hundred foot radius circle of perfect weather surrounds it. So you are. Uh, basically immune to your own spells, but that's kind of cool. And then you've got, let's see, you got the Helm of Chisholm, you got a thousand bulls at your, at your disposal, and you've done a, you've rolled two nat ones when rolled with advantage. You have one back to back with the PC and you sacrifice greatly. So, do we think Rob can do it? Do we think Rob's group can do it? I mean, he's got that dope ass helmet that gives him a thousand bulls. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That is true. That is absolutely true. And apparently one of them will sacrifice themselves to stop this. Yeah, I yes. mean, I'd say Rob would, Rob's group would be able to handle it. Rob will do it. Rob can, Rob's can do it. And, and Rob we trust. I have faith in Rob. Our slash, our roll slash, slash roll. Uh, I need to do one, what, 1d4? Yeah, 1d4. 1d4. You know what? I'm going to do all this at one time. 1d4 plus 1d3. Plus one D two. So four, two, and two. All right. So I get four riddle dungeon items. Fun times. Fun times. 
Uh, slash roll. 4D100 plus 2D100 plus 2D66. All right, so... 8, 69, 72, 88 are my Riddle Dungeon items. Fun times. All right, so... Eight. I'm going to box this over here for a second. All right, so eight is... Pull this back up so I can see it. Yep, eight. Eight. Uh, Zeki's box of water. A rusty copper box with a small dent scattered around it. The box is always full of illusionary water. When the water hits an object other than the box, it disappears. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I have that going for me. There's that. Uh, I got 69A. You don't have the pole of gelatinous cube finding, though. No, I don't. Calendar note. Uh, a yellow <laughs> square note that tells you uh, what uh, what day it is every day with the message it is today written upon it. If something is written on this note, it will be, it will be replaced by it is today. So you have a sticky note that says it is today. <laughs> now you'll never forget. Okay. I'll never forget that it is today. 72. Uh, Mage's wagon wheel. So we got another Mage's wagon wheel. Okay. Kids toy. I like it. I like the Mage's wagon wheel. We all need mages wagon wheels and let's see what else i got the 88 is the orb of hurt this purple magic orb causes pain when dropped on one's foot however it causes no pain when being used intentionally to cause pain okay so if you accidentally drop on your foot it hurts if you intentionally drop on someone else's foot it doesn't hurt okay i like i like so stupid, right? Strange. It's stupid. All right. 54 and 13. So my... I got a brilliant red maple leaf, the veins of which form the image of a stalking wolf. When crumbled in your hands, you become effectively invisible while within a forest for the next hour as the trees themselves seem to conspire to hide your presence. Single use. That's your pretty cool. I like All that. Right. And then I got... 13. Uh, a broad tallow candle uh, covered in intricate whirls. Covered in intricate whirls of every color. When the candle is placed on an object and lit, it its light and smoke swirls together to grant humanoid form, awareness, and speech to that to that thing's spirit. The spirit is aware of everything the object has experienced and what has gone on around it, with a particular focus on events that fit the object's focus. E.g., what has passed through a door, what a sword has been used to fight, etc. Its attitude and it, the people is based on how they treat it. its object. The spirit cannot go further than the candle's light reach. The candle can last for an hour total before burning down. And then your useful item? My useful uh, my two useful items, like two. So I got 47 and 50. So, ta-da, 47. Uh, the front line, a shield that is three-fourths the size of whoever is wielding it. Grants plus three AC while wielding it, uh, wielding it, the creature can grip it with two hands and slam it into the ground to create a barrier that extends in a semicircle in front of them and upwards to form a half dome. Dimensions are up to the DM. This barrier can absorb damage. Amount absorbed is uh, can absorb damage. Amount absorbed is the DM. Uh, 
recommended use is 10 plus three times the level. Um, so attacks made against the barrier always hit. To maintain the barrier, the wheel the wielder must not move. So there we go. I got the front line shield. And then I got 4750. 50. The DNA sword. That sounds wrong. Uh, a sword with two razor sharp helicordial blades that emit a faint green glow. Um, on the other side of the hilt, there's a steel needle. The sword does 3d8 plus 3 base damage and stores the genome of the creature killed with it. The needle can then be used in an egg or womb to fuse the baby's DNA with one or the more stored DNA, leading to the birth of a hybrid. Right. So I can create hybrid dragon babies and devil babies. Devil babies. And your party consisted of of, of four My classes? Four, I have four. Average level 17. A Verdant, a Half-Elf, a Goblin, and a Herringon. Uh, and the, the classes are Spores Druid, War Domain Cleric, Long Death Monk, and an Aberrant Mind Sorcerer. Um, yeah. I mean, so I, I don't I, think, I think you'll have an issue. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> I think we're good. I think we I think we okay. So, there you go. I think we're good. So, I think we've all successfully said that we think our groups, if built correctly, could handle the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So, yeah, I, I, I yeah. think I'm... I'm th- I'm pretty sure I'm the only one coming out of this with casualties to my group, though. I, I think Ra's probably having casualties in his group. In fact, it's built into his backstory. There was a great sacrifice. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So he's sacrificing so, a member of his party. I mean, you kind of are, too, making two of a level one. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fodder, somebody's got to be the ammunition for the cannon we're shooting at this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it, though. There you go. I don't know. It was a fun little idea I came up with. Figured it was something to fill the air with because we had no plans and we hadn't talked about SU at all. So, yeah. hey, there you go. And uh, at the beginning, it even gave me an idea for an SU topic, and it is also a game, but I will have to kind of write out the, the rules for it and uh, run it by and see who is interested in playing that for a SU at some point. It's all about movie it's titles, already... so you gotta oh, know movies. Boy. I do love me some movies. So I feel like I'm the SU movie guy. Well, me and you, yeah. But all right. Well, with that being said, do we have a? Ah, I keep biting my lip in the same spot. Well, once you bite it, it swells up, and you. Ten times I know. You bite it. It's a fake statistic, but I mean, it's kind of true. Uh, do we have a science corner and a lighthood ice? And do you have a final riddle for B? I do, I do. Um, hold on a second. Let me get my riddles here. Do you want like a hard riddle or easy? B might He's have dead. might have fallen asleep. <laughs> We've lost B. I had a conversation with your mom actually. I could use. Be better. <laughs> Wait, you had a conversation <laughs> with my mom? Yeah. All right. I was like, I don't like where this is going. Um, she asked me about black holes. Find it. On oh, Facebook, I believe. Yeah. Uh, she asked me if black holes could starve to death. If so, what happens to them? 
and I told her not really that even if they don't have anything to consume, they just stop growing. They don't really shrink. They just stay the same size. Mm. But the more matter and energy they consume, the the bigger they can grow. Um, but the the size isn't. And then she asked me what the biggest one was. Uh, or can they become big enough to consume the entire universe? I I said I wasn't sure. It depends on I guess if they a bunch of them merge together, but. The largest ones are called supermassive black holes. Uh, there's one at the center of most galaxies. There's one at the center of ours. Uh, the Milky also a Way. good man. Also a good man. Uh-huh. Uh, they have their uh, own well, system of measurement. A good man. Uh, which is basically it measures how dense it is uh, because the size, like physical size. I mean, they do measure physical size, but it also, for a black hole, it matters more how dense it is by how much, how strong the gravitational pull of it is. Um, but the largest one is 6.6 times 10 to the 10th power solar masses. So solar mass is a, an actual separate unit of measurement. Uh, I think basically like the sun is one solar mass if i'm I, i'm not entirely sure about that one but anyway the, they're they measure stars and and black holes by solar masses so it's 6.6 billion times the size of the sun well all right i mean now you can now you now i know where i get my uh oddball questions let's say when it comes to science <laughs> Because uh, I do recall uh, asking similar questions as far as if a black hole would grow and continue to grow until it just devoured a whole entire galaxy. Yeah. And the last one she asked was, can you see it through a telescope? And I told her, unfortunately, no, because of the way black holes are, they absorb light. So technically you can't see them. The only way that scientists can see and measure them is by how they affect the gravity of stars and planets around them. <clears throat> Yeah, and they wouldn't emit any type of sound or anything, right? They don't. They don't have any type of like sound. No, waves. they recorded the sound that comes from a black hole. Oh. Apparently, there you can listen to it online. Actually, so you could track them via sound if you could pinpoint the exact sound. If if all of them sound the same, I suppose. But I mean, pinpoint is like like I said, six point six billion times our sun <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of like area to cover <laughs> for yeah. just one <laughs> yeah I mean, that's fair <laughs> all right uh and devin do we have a life advice with devin today we do i don't know what the fuck just happened to it i minimized it question mark uh uh one sec who knows what those i definitely had it i definitely had it i'm not faking i'm not lying it was here Wait, did I overwrite it with Muse? Ah, I did. Yes. My life is this. I have found you. Come back to me. Hey. The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. There you go. Can I turn advice. this time plane around then? No. What? You said I was the pilot. <laughs> time is a construct. Time really? is a construct. Um, all right. Well, with that, we're going to do our sign-offs. Uh, I believe B might still be away from her computer. 
um, so we can try to kill some of that time that is a construct. Uh, Rob, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can't. That's a lie. Uh, I should start getting the outro music ready. I always forget to do that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Confessor underscore X and at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. Uh, and Devin, where can people find you on the internet? You guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Puka. You can find me on Twitch at Mystery 3 And as always, you can find me on eBay looking for a baby cage. Oh, God. Baby cages. I'm never going to un- unknow about those now. Um, I don't know if B is back yet to plug all of her stuff. But you can pretty much Google... B plays B plays Roblox and it'll bring you straight to her and you'll be able to find her from there. I mean B is probably the most important B in the world, so just just Google B and <laughs> you'll, you'll find B. Yeah. You know what? Let's see. Let's see if I'm right. Well see, us in the Americas, we get the Bureau of, of Economic Analysis, which nobody really cares about um at all. They're not doing that. I'm just so go what B. if you just put B plays? Just simply like B plays? Yep. I'm almost certain. It should be the number yeah, one thing. Number number one thing pops up. Number okay. one thing. There you go. You get on YouTube, B plays. Even if you put a space in there, you get it. In fact, you need to have to finish typing out B plays. If you do a B space P, the first thing that comes up is plays Ro- Roblox username. B run. All right. We're looking for you. <laughs> And then you get her youtube.fandom.com wiki page. If you click on that, um, which then breaks down everything. And also, B, I forgot to tell you, happy birthday. Your birthday is a week before mine. Happy birthday. It's a lot of information on here. Uh, and as always, everybody, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Jacks Forest Walker, all one word. On Twitch at DM Webby, um, and on eBay at looking for pocket black holes for Devin. Pocket black holes. You know, Baby oddly holes. enough, uh, you know, your science corner involved black holes, and my D and D character creation thing involved putting a bag of holding inside of another bag of holding, which would then create a black hole. I would. You know what, Webby? You now have given me an idea. I brought just it full circle. Next, next time I'm in a D and D game, and I just don't like the way it's going, I'm just gonna buy two bags of holding and be like, "Yeah, this is how this game's gonna end right now." You know what? Uh, bags of holding have become extraordinarily rare all of a sudden. You know what's funny though? I'm an artificer. I can just make them. No, not if <laughs> not the gods don't like... want you to. Such an important B. I feel. I feel weird. I was listening to the conversation the whole time. <laughs> you are also. Uh, YouTube.fandom.com your, your YouTube.fandom.com page has a lot of information. It turns out that people really pay attention to you and they figure stuff out about you real fast. Yeah. Beatrice write it down the wiki there and able to find out. B. Born yeah. January 23rd, 1999, age 24. Better known as B Plays Roblox or B Plays. Also known as basically B. 
uh, is an English Roblox gaming YouTuber, Twitch streamer, and vlogger known for her Roblox Royal High content. She has multiple channels across YouTube and has collaborated with various YouTubers across the platform. She's also a former Yoxcast member and has been in the network for around two and a half years. Personal life. B was born January 23rd, 1999. Uh, in Yorkshire and grew up with her you sister. You just said 1989. Nine, 90. Nine. That's not right. <laughs> no, no. In Yorkshire and grew up with her sister and mother. Currently, her family consists of her mother, sister, and two younger brothers. She is the oldest of her four siblings. On March 10, 2016, B came out as transgender, male, male, and female. B has also started stated in a premiere of hers that she is bisexual or at the very least likes both men and women. <laughs> <laughs> all your all the personal life things. Wow. Yeah, I like in my trivia section, she revealed that she got COVID-19 on August 9th, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> recovered on August 21st, 2021. She was verified on Twitch on July 18th, 2021. You probably don't even remember the day you got verified on Twitch. That's funny. Because that says Twitter, but yeah. I don't remember any of them. I know you don't. <laughs> oh my well, God, now that you are back, do you want to give an official outro or do you want to plug anything? Bye. Okay, there you go. There Bye. You go. Go fucking sleep. All right. Until uh, next time, everybody, fuck Booster Gold. Thank you for listening. We love you. I love Booster Gold. Bye. Oh, yeah. Wow. That is not a thing that you should say. <laughs> I love Booster him. He's great. He's so sexy. I would fuck Booster Gold. Booster Gold likes herbal tea. Well, I, I mean, guess, that's I, what I mean every time I say fuck Booster Gold. <laughs> I guess, I guess, <laughs> well, I guess B and Rob are no longer going to be uh, on You can't, you already signed me up for at least that team our episodes. Well, that contract is now null and void.